Oh, guess who remembered they had to do the podcast all day and then fell asleep in the garden. <laughs> that sounds like a nice time, though. <laughs> oh, it was. I went outside, I did some colouring, and then I was like, you know what? It's really warm, and I've had lots of water. I'm just going to shut my eyes for a bit, and then I opened my eyes, it'd been 30 minutes. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. It's my last last day of holiday, so... Yeah, today... Well, today was our first day back, so... We're recording on a Monday today, which is not something we normally do. No, well, it was Easter yesterday. Yes, so... Yeah, I have, um... Today was my first day back. How was it? But yeah, it was fine. It was just... It, I taught over the break. I taught like a summer school type class for mm. students who failed before. So those were two hour classes. And now I'm back to 30 minute classes. So it's like, oh, I have all this free time. <laughs> we're going to be doing 26 minute classes, I think it is. Or less than that, 23. That's... Um, we start back in person tomorrow. Woohoo. In person in the morning and then distance learning in the afternoon. Do you get to go home for that or do you have to stay in your I class? I do get to go home for Okay, that. at least there's that. I don't know if I'll have time to eat, but I do get to go home. <laughs> see what happens. It's like the whole year. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went, like, a lot of stuff has happened. We skipped a week. I went to the gym on a Friday. Damn. Then I made the mistake on yesterday, Sunday, of going for a short run. It was like a mile and a half. And then when I got back, I had the worst migraine that followed me Damn. into the night. And I went to bed at 8 p.m. last night. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. So... There's that. And then today I have bad allergies. So oh, it's, God. it's like catching up with all of my, my body's readjusting to real life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm half expecting that I'm going to go straight back to school and immediately I'm going to get some kind of terrible head cold, even through my mask. I'm just, well, because sad. COVID you don't really get from surfaces, but you could get other things. Yeah, I'm just not going to touch anything the kids touch. Oh, it's, yeah, absolutely. It's just the plan. Well... Welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and this is episode 51. Yes, and I have forgotten how to do this. We skipped a week, I forgot everything. I know. So we can't we can't have nice things. A bunch of shit happened on Reddit. Uh, oh my god, in the yeah. Week we decided to skip. So we were going to do a bonus episode for this, but then it kind of seemed a little eh, like <laughs> iffy. It simmered down. Yeah, and it, it, it got resolved pretty quickly resolved mm-hmm. quote-unquote but um you guys may have heard the name of amy challoner challoner yeah and she's a uk person who was a politician this is probably something you're gonna have more commentary on uh, yeah so she was um a member of the i think it was the lib dems first liberal democrats who are like our third party in england we have less of a two-party system it's still a two-party system really but we have a viable third party, we'll call the Liberal Democrats. And they're basically, hey, you don't want to w- vote for the Tories because the Tories are impenetrable snobs. You don't want to vote for Labour because you're not a coal miner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, vote for us. We're the Liberal Democrats. We're like in between that. And they're a bit of a joke because they don't seem to know what they want. But a few years ago, I can't remember. What, like the American Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was 2008. This... 
uh, woman called Amy Chaloner showed up. Oh, we should say nowhere. before we give uh, more details on the story that there's trigger warning for pedophilia and sexual yeah. violence in this yeah. story. So go to the timestamp if you would like to skip it. Yeah. Um, this woman called Amy Chaloner just appeared out of nowhere and was being like championed hugely by the Lib Dems as this, you know, incredible voice who cares for everybody, blah, 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 blah. Well, turns out that her dad is a pedophile, a convicted pedophile. And yeah, it, it was pretty, pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, she moved to the Green Party, I think, after. So, so the Lib Dems fired her, then she moved to the Green Party, then the Green Party fired her. But what happened in between was Amy Challoner managed to make a whole bunch of laws which kind of favoured her pedophile father. Woof. Like uh, lesser sentencing and stuff? Or... Uh, it, I don't think it was like that, that kind of blatant, but things like child ch- child safeguarding laws, basically. Gotcha. And I think this was the time when the Liberal Democrats and the Conservatives were in a coalition government. So a lot of the things that the Lib Dems were pushing was, you know, kind of going through this legislation. Um, and then people found out about her dad and uh, shit hit the fan. But a lot of those laws stayed in place. So, yeah, it turns out Amy Chaloner was uh, hired to be a moderator on Reddit. Well, she, like so she, moderators aren't hired. They're volunteers who basically, like, you can create a subreddit, you can make other people into moderators, and it's like a tier system. So the person who creates the subreddit is, like, the top mod, and then they add one, and they're the second mod, and the people at the top can remove people below them. And... Uh, she was actually hired to be an administrator, which is someone who is paid and works for Reddit. And that's when everybody was like figuring out that she was hired hired as an admin. Someone on our UK politics posted a news article about her where she was mentioned by name. Our UK politics went private and shut down to figure out what was happening. The admins reinstated the mods account because the mod who posted the article was banned. And like all this stuff happened in UK politics. They reopened and then people figured out that, oh, the, the reason why this post was removed and this person was banned is because they posted about Amy Chalinor. And the reason why that was an issue is because she is a trans woman. And when she was hired on Reddit, people figured, oh, we don't want another Ellen Powell situation, which is another thing that happened several years ago where a woman was hired by Reddit and then racist and sexist harassment like drove her to quit the company. So they didn't want that to happen. So they supposedly enabled secret security protections that basically if someone named her, they would automatically be banned for doxing to kind of preemptively avoid any harassment which sounds like it could be a decent idea except the viable like the valid criticisms of her as being related to two pedophiles one of which is her husband Mm -hmm. the other is her father and supporting them apparently while her father was After he was arrested and charged for the crime, but before the trial, she hired him as her campaign manager under a fake name Yeah, for the Green Party. So, like, it's not like it was, oh, I found out about this and then, you know, cut him out of my life. It was like when she already knew about it. Well, she already knew about it anyway because she lived in the house when these crimes were taking place. Yeah, and he was later sentenced to 22 years in prison. So, yeah. So it was bad. It was really bad. And... 
I'm surprised I don't remember more of it, considering when I re-looked it up, when this kind of stuff happened, I was like, shit, <laughs> that's really terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm not giving details specifically about the crimes on purpose, yeah. but you can look it up. There was a, a post on, I think, Out of the Loop that was stickied for a while about it. So basically what happened after the UK politics got reopened, everybody was like, oh, this person's a mod, but they support pedophiles so that shouldn't be a thing so about two to three hundred subreddits went private to protest this including am i the asshole yes other huge uh child free is a huge subreddit default subreddits fitness listen to this and music went private pokemon go outdoors among us Uh, the men's lib men's lib yeah they went as well a bunch of like anime titty porn sites did too (laughs) yeah like this is the funniest thing about this situation where this situation shouldn't be funny at all but then all the like furry communities and everybody was like this cannot stand yeah (laughs) they all went private too which and and some like real not great subreddits also joined in which like yeah is neither here nor there but the top 10 posts on Okay, so this, I screenshotted at the height of the situation. People started repeating her name over and over again or misspelling it so that they would get past the the ban. The top post of our Ask Reddit, number one was, what is your opinion on Amy Chaloner? What are some great examples of the Streisand effect, which is when you try to cover something up and it makes it bigger than it would have been if you had just ignored it? What's the worst thing about Reddit recently? Mods of Ask Reddit, what are your feelings on Amy Chaloner? What is your personal line that you won't cross when it comes to associating with pedophiles? In your opinion, how can large social media platforms improve child safeguarding? And what is the best example of a major cover-up backfiring? I screenshotted this. They're all just one after the other. so good. So that's how big it was. People were also just, uh, subreddits were just also posting her face, a picture of her face. Yeah and stickying the post and people were just upvoting it like crazy. Yeah, there's a a Reddit trend where it's like, there was something that happened, the Senate like struck down net neutrality. So one of the top posts on our picks of all time is a picture of Emperor Palpatine and it just says Senate. (laughs) Upvote this so that it's the first result when someone Googles Senate, like (laughs) things like that. So it was kind of that situation of course i didn't see any instances of people being bigoted towards her for being trans but i also don't subscribe to those subreddits so i'm sure it existed it was worse on all yeah and i'm sure she got so much attention because she's a trans woman whereas people who have done similar things to our straight men don't get that much attention so Which, like, I'm not saying that she didn't deserve that much backlash, just that Reddit doesn't hold straight white men to the same accountability as uh, they do for... In a perfect microcosm of the real world. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She's also the moderator for some subreddits, like, relating to minors, like, I think, our teens or something like that. So people are upset, but they fired her. And released a statement, and that was pretty much it. But she still is the moderator for things, but just she's just not an admin anymore. Yeah, not getting paid. Yeah, yeah. So, so. yeah, it's uh, it's kind of wild. And it was a baffling afternoon of like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, like, our um, Am I the Asshole went private, and I was like, okay. 
Time to go do some investigating and then just like scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. Well, I normally I normally scroll through Reddit through all when I'm playing Overwatch. It's a terrible habit. <laughs> it it gets really bad when I die and then I pick up my phone and go on Reddit until I respawn in like the ten seconds that it takes. Yeah, it's not good. Well, I have I have two screens. I have two oh, monitors. No. So I have Reddit running on my left hand monitor and Overwatch running on my right. <laughs> Um, Two notoriously non-toxic communities. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Reddit calms me down when I'm getting, you know, teabagged by soldier mains. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was like, hang on a second, I have to like pay full attention to this because something's gone down. Um, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, that name does sound familiar. I wonder, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, so. and people were upset about the censorship of the original post in our UK politics. So yeah, it just uh, was a whole thing. So yeah, it was a... Kind of wild 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the kind of thing that it ha- things like that happen on Reddit. People talk about them for 12-ish hours and then it goes away forever. Yeah. So. It went away. Well, let's see here. I have actual posts that I don't Ooh. remember because, again, we skipped a week and I'm trying to... Nope, definitely not that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I picked this one because I had very specific thoughts about it that may be controversial. If you have valid criticism of my opinions, please nicely tweet me, not ask me, <laughs> unless you agree with, unless okay. you agree with me. This has nothing to do with me. But yet. I think I am right. All right. My sister and mom think I haven't had a normal life since my fiance and I got a puppy. And this is on okay. relationship advice. Long story short, I used to go over to my sister's daily until I met my now fiancé. My sister has two boys ages two and four months old. I'm going to guess two years and four months old. And love them. Although the two-year-old doesn't give me much attention as he's usually running around playing or watching a YouTube video. But that's no problem. Three months ago, we decided to get a puppy, and she is an English pointer slash lab mix, which, if you research this breed, it will specifically go into how energized they are. Every other day, my fiancé works from home, and when he doesn't, I go home for my 30-minute lunch, because I only work five minutes away, and take her out and then crate her again. I haven't gone over to my sister's house in over a week, although we just had dinner with her, her husband, and kids on Sunday. Every weekday, I get home, play with my pup, take her on a walk, start cooking while my fiancé cleans have dinner with my fiancé, and we watch a show, and before you know it, it's 10 p.m. and we're getting ready for bed. My sister asked me to come over today. Today is a day where my fiancé is not working from home, so I told her I couldn't today because our puppy will be in the crate all day if we go over. She ended up blowing up on me, saying, Jesus, she's only a damn dog. I then told my mom about the fallout with my sister, and she said, you can live a normal life with a puppy just like other people. My fiancé is obviously on my side about it, but it just sucks that they think I'm too much when it comes to our puppy that is five months old and highly energized this whole family dynamic is weird right who go i get that like people are really close to their siblings which is obviously not me but every day is a lot every day is a lot and i say this as somebody whose extended family all live about 15 minutes away from each other and yeah they do see each other every single day and as somebody who's kind of grown up in that environment If you can cope with the continuous drama, I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) But it's continuous drama because everybody's so in each other's business all the time. Yeah. That that's the only thing that is happening in their worlds. So every time you call, you know, one of my aunts or uncles or whatever, it's just all about family drama. He said this and she said that and they didn't come to this and it's tiring. Yeah. And it's like normally if it was a friend at some point, you could be like, 
I'm out of it. Like, I'm out. I don't want to do this relationship anymore. But if it's your family, that's a lot harder to do. And I love my family and I love spending time with them. But like, it is difficult trying to have a conversation with them because their entire kind of personality is so wrapped up in the family because they're so close to each other. They're all living in each other's pocket. And it has its benefits too. They all, you know, they all rallied around when my nan got sick and there were plenty of people to look after her. And, you know, it wasn't like people were hours away and she couldn't fend for herself. Like my auntie was there every single day. Mm -hmm. So that's good. But like when there's not a crisis going on, the crisis is the family, basically. Like it just doesn't stop. Yeah. It sounds like she maybe wants childcare. Maybe I'm reading that too far into that, but uh no, I think maybe that's, you know, part of it is sister feels isolated because she has yeah. two kids under 3 and needs somebody to help her out while boyfriend or husband is at work or whatever. Adults, other adults. For yeah. Sure. And it's only natural that you would ask your sister to do it cuz she's that aunt, but I don't see anything weird in what OP's doing. As far as the relationship with the sister and and her, I, my controversial opinion comes in that I do not think that crating is good. (laughs) I think crating has a place, but only for a very small time in an animal's life, I think. This is a five-month-old puppy, so that's one thing. I dislike when people, I understand it more for bedtime, I guess. For when they're a puppy. Yeah. yeah. However, leaving them in a crate for eight hours while you're yes. at work, I mean, bringing them home for, taking her out for lunch, great. That's good. Yeah. But also, it's, I don't think that's good for the animal. No. And especially if, if you're going to buy an energetic breed, like she says, if you look it up, they say they're energetic. If that information is readily available to you and you can't spend like two or three hours a day playing with that animal... You shouldn't have the animal because it's not fair. Especially I think a lot of people want one of those dogs, those types of dogs in like a small apartment, no yard, no patio, no anything. And instead of thinking, well, this does not conform to my lifestyle, they make the animal conform to their lifestyle instead. Yes. It's like all these people... God, I live in a super hot place. I've never seen so many goddamn huskies in my life. Oh, God, yes. And... They all live in the backyard all the time. And it gets to 110 in the summer. Yeah. Like, it it doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you buy an animal which has specifically evolved to live in a cold place and then force it to live in the desert outside all year? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's even worse when it's, like, by themselves. Like, at least if there's other dogs, they have company. But I knew someone who may or may not be related to me, who would just have this dog in a run. So it was like a three or four foot by 20 foot, basically big cage outside in their backyard. And they would just leave it in there. And then their son wouldn't, their son, of course, was like, I'll play with it every day and I'll feed it. And then he didn't. And it would mostly just stay out there. It was a Jack Russell Terrier too. So very, very energetic. And it's just like, I, I get very frustrated with people who are like, I'm going, I want a dog and therefore I will have one no matter what my current living condition is. Like right. I, we live in an apartment, no yard, no patio. 
but we could, uh, if we wanted to, I guess we would get a dog and create. I want a dog so bad, but I'm not going to do that to a dog. With the place where I live right now, I would never have a dog because I would just, I would be so concerned that they were going to burn their feet mm. all the time. It gets to the point where in the summer you actually can't walk your dog. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's burning the pads off the bottom of their paws. It's bad. Yeah. So personally, I'm of the opinion that Unless you have a grassy yard, you should not have a dog in this climate. Lots of shade too. Yeah, if you've got shade. I know somebody who has two big fluffy dogs, but they have a really nice yard uh, with good shade. They're always around, like checking on them. So yeah, no bother. Don't care about that. They're beautiful dogs. They're really well looked after. But like, I don't know. It just, I see a husky being walked down my street and I just automatically think, my God, that poor animal. Yeah. And like, I I grew up in a very like laissez-faire with the animals situation, I guess. Like they weren't allowed on the furniture. They were very well potty trained. My dad got off work at like two. So he was home by 2.30. My mom went to work at nine. So at most they were alone for the five hours and they could go in and out of the house. Like, Big right. backyard and all that. So, of course, like, not everybody can have a dog door. But I guess you could get one of those electronic ones so that other animals yeah. don't come in. But, yeah, I've always been of the opinion animals, dogs at least, should be indoor, outdoor. If your house isn't appropriate for a large dog, maybe get a smaller dog. No one's saying you can't have a dog. But, like, if you're going to... I think people forget that dogs are animals separate from you yeah it, it, the the husky boom kind of came around with the game of thrones thing didn't mm. it like everybody was like oh i want a dire wolf but they didn't really think about what taking care of a husky was really going to entail like what you need to do and how you need to look after it they're literally designed to run miles and miles a day right they're winter sled dogs basically so <laughs> yeah it just blows my mind if you're gonna have a little dog and you've got a little yard and you know Someone in my husband's family has a has a French bulldog. Things ugly as <laughs> sin, but my God, it's the most pampered animal I've ever seen. Then that's fine. But if you're going to have a big dog like that or an energetic breed, you need to make sure you have the time to properly care for it. Yeah. And especially like I see stories on Reddit all the time where it's like, yeah, my friend goes out of town for like days at a time, which is fine if you have enough money to get them proper care. Yeah, get dog sister. Or kennel them. But they think of them as, like, plants. <laughs> I enjoy them while I'm in the right. room with them, but they don't do anything while I'm gone. It's like, no, they're they're creatures with feelings. So, anyway, I just wanted to rant about this when I saw it. <laughs> I think crating can be a useful tool when you're teaching an animal where it can go and where it can't go at certain times of day. But it should not be the main means of discipline or care for your yeah, animal. Absolutely. And I get it at night, especially if they chew stuff. Like, what are you going to do? Like, but... We always had pens, like a like a baby pen almost. <laughs> but, you know, if it's a big dog, they can jump out of those, so. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, at me on Twitter. <laughs> I just, yeah, I get frustrated because my mom's side of the family is just bad with pets and should not own them. Like, they should be legally banned from owning pets at this point. My One of my cousins, her, her I think I mentioned this before, her dog got, its, it's paw broke, like its leg broke. Mm. And she took it to the vet, got the cast on it, great, but then took the cast off early, so it rebroke. She didn't take it to the vet again, and it just had, like, a floppy leg for the rest of its life. She took it off her yes. What? To save money. Which, again, what? if you're, like, why do it early? And if you're going to do that, like, 
don't have a dog. Please don't say they would do the same thing for a child. <laughs> well, she's got two kids, so hopefully <laughs> not. Oh, her daughter has my phone number, and I told her she can call me whenever <laughs> she needs. <laughs> you, if you need to give me, like, smoke signals, I will. <laughs> but yeah, my family sucks. <laughs> Anyway, my my family's very loving, but they do just they live far too close to each other, and I feel like their blood pressure would be improved by <laughs> a little distance moving to the next right? town, maybe. Yeah, one she she established like we came over for dinner on Sunday. That is a perfectly once a night or once a week excuse <laughs> dinner. Like that's perfectly fine. I just think I think what is worrying about the family situation is that they consider what she's doing not normal. Yeah. They say you can't have a normal life. You you can have a normal life like other people with puppies. As if what she's doing is abnormal. But what she's doing is just creating space. Like it's not like she's cut them off and she's abandoned them. She just is looking after her dog, which, you know Yeah, it's like it, it it's five months old. It's going to need some extra care. It's like a baby. You, If someone had a five-month-old baby, you wouldn't be like, man, I think you're spending too much time with your baby. God, people can ha- people have normal lives with babies, you know? Well, mostly. Anyway. Rita, <laughs> they don't. All right. I have a lot of relationship posts. Let's go to this Am I the Asshole one for now. Hell yeah. Am I the Asshole for saying it's not my problem that some of my friends chose bad husbands, and I'm not going to punish mine <laughs> because of it? <laughs> because i'm a snobby bitch <laughs> well um. <laughs> uh there's no ages to start okay. off we need to go to the before times pre-pandemic times about six or seven years ago <laughs> oh, fuck are we going to- i don't need it from the year of the flood just tell me what's going on right now right after my husband and i got married he would always have guys night on friday night i'd always have ladies afternoon on saturday afternoon this continued until we had kids it didn't stop no, we just waited a few months until it didn't stop. No, we could. We just waited until a few months. Man, this is poorly written. Okay. No, I forgot how to read as well, I think. Part, part me. No, we just waited a few months until the kids could stand to be away from one parent for half a day and then the other on the next. Okay. That sentence made no sense, but go go on. Yes, both of us kept our day off because my husband is an actual attentive good father and good husband. Once my lady friends started having kids, they'd join us in on our afternoons less and less and more sporadically. Yes, their husbands, well, the ones that had a night, had guys' night, still almost one every week, though. When the lockdown started, all of them mentioned in our Zoom chats or text chats how nice it was to finally have more help around the house. The same thing I've had since day one, but I didn't want oh to brag, God. so I mostly kept quiet. Now with the Vax rollout, over half of my friends, as well as myself and my husband, have been fully vaxxed. Everyone is starting to talk about getting back into their normal hangouts, and some have started with their vaxxed friends. Since many of my friends have gotten used to having an attentive father for their kids for the first time in forever, a lot of them are trying to stop everything from going back to normal. So now they were trying, and mostly succeeding, to get our wives group to agree to tell their husbands, we all want their guys' night out to end, so things won't go back to how they were before. Thing is, though, I am 100% against that for my husband. He's a great dad, he deserves a break. He makes sure I get my weekly break, too, when it's safe anyway. 
Plus, I love the mommy-only Friday I get with my babies, just as he does his daddy-only Saturday afternoons. And beyond that, like I said, I already had a good husband and my kids already had an attentive dad. We didn't need a pandemic to get things right. Even most of the women that have good husbands are agreeing to this, to present a united front, and because some of them don't truly trust their husbands with a guy's night, even if he is otherwise good. They keep trying to pressure me into joining, but like I said, I like how my wife was pre-Rona. I like our balance, I like us both getting some downtime. So I kinda snapped. I got sick of their pressuring and I said, look, I get it, you fucked up at picking a husband and father for your kids, and now the only way to get him to be a good one is to force him. I don't have that problem, I actually chose a good guy. He was an A-plus dad and husband long before the pandemic. I am not going to punish him for your fuck-ups. What on earth? Who is this? Most of them are mad at me. Wonder why. Yeah. (laughs) But I did get a couple of agreements. It's looking like going forward, my ladies' afternoons are going to be a lot smaller. And frankly, I'm okay with that. But I am worried I may have gone about this the wrong way. Or even inadvertently made some lives worse. Edit. I have tried more politely telling them no before. Stuff like, what we have is working for us. And gosh, I'm sorry you feel the need of that. Guess I'm lucky I don't. They wouldn't stop pressuring me to change my mind until I snapped. I never (laughs) heard anything so smug in my life. Wow. Just. Yeah, ladies nights are going to be a lot smaller because you're not going to be invited, (laughs) love. Like, what? (laughs) It's not my fault you all picked shit husbands. Well, it's also not their fault that they have you as an unsupportive and shitty friend. Like, I, I started off reading this like, okay, like, no, that sounds good. Like... She seems to be kind of in the right, but then as you go on, she just gets like... It gets worse. Oh, God. That that whole speech that she says is just real bad. Ugh. Like, when she says, oh, I've tried other more polite ways. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry that, you know, but my life is fine the way it is. It's like, oh, fucking please. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of unreliable narrator going on right here as well. Uh, (sighs) like... Also, even just the polite way is like, gosh, I'm sorry you feel the need to do that. I guess I'm lucky that my yeah. husband is oh my God, like, that's it's just so just passive and fucking aggressive. Grind my teeth. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> sure. Sounds like your marriage is great. Sounds fine. That's nice for you. But, but you know, the whole point of being someone's friend is that you're meant to be supportive in their decisions and be able to compromise. Yeah, it sounds like a better reaction would, instead of being like, no, sorry, your guys' life sucks, is to be like, I don't think that's a good solution because in a good partnership, you would sit down and talk to them, blah, blah, blah. Like giving them more of like, maybe you should talk to him about how you're feeling yeah. instead of putting a bandaid on this situation. Don't just sit on your high horse being like, wow, my relationship's perfect. Like actually share some wisdom. She has big mommy blog energy. god it's just nobody's relationship is that perfect yeah absolutely there is something you know in every relationship which is like man i wish this didn't happen it's kind of like that man i wish they wouldn't do that if if you're not in the side group chat then you're who the side group chat is getting away from it's like her uh husband probably has some complaints or at least i wouldn't be surprised just because of the way she's treating her friends i don't know yeah just 
gross. It's so gross. I wouldn't want to take advice from this woman, so I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, she'd offered it to her friends before in her usual smug way, and they're like, oh, fucking no thanks, we'll deal with our relationship. Well, let me tell you about my perfect marriage and how you can have what I have. Ugh, God. <laughs> no thank you. Oh, um, great. But yeah, it's just very... I don't even know if I can help this woman, like... I, I can't help this woman. It just makes me think of... The first couple of weeks of the pandemic, when all the kids went home after for school. Yes. And all the parents. And we were getting, like, bombarded with emails, like, I can't be expected to. And I was like, well, you expect me to do this for 30 kids, four times a day, every day? You you made this one. <laughs> Good fucking luck. Yeah, you're actually responsible exactly for it. exactly how they've been. Yeah. And it was like, all these parents who I'd been trying to get in contact with all year, who wouldn't pick up the phone for me and wouldn't respond to emails, were suddenly alive and aware and were like my child is i'm like yeah that's how they've been all year so yeah <laughs> congratulations you figured it out so it's i'm sure that a lot of people have had either rude awakenings to the reality of their home life when they're not home or like they've suddenly realized actually how much work it is to do what the stay-at-home partner does yeah. or whatever but you know that's gonna have been different for everybody. I, I've been pretty fortunate because I don't have any kids. Woo. Um, and my husband is, you know, helpful <laughs> and will do chores and I don't have to ask him or, you know, whatever. But I can imagine that if you've been at work every day while your wife's been home with two kids and then all of a sudden you're all home and you're like, wow, I had absolutely no idea this was what it took to run a house. Yeah, that's going to suck. Well, and hopefully they would maybe, like, learn about what it takes and then be more supportive in the future instead of going back to their old <sighs> I mean, ways, but... You would hope so. You would so, hope so. But, but uh, out of sight, out of mind, of, you know? Right. And I'm sure that a lot of parents who aren't the stay-at-home parent are really looking forward to going back to work so they don't have to do this anymore. Like... I'm under no illusions that people are like, thank God I'm going to be away from my kids for eight oh, yeah, hours. For sure. Um, but this is a your relationship problem and doesn't necessarily need to be visited on other people. Yeah. That being said, this woman's smug as shit and I want to slap her silly. Yeah. She... Oh my God. <laughs> Jukes a hazard out I'm going to find the muffler shop and burn it to the ground. <laughs> uh like yeah the the friends aren't handling it super well i i get the feeling that they're very like like they have a girl's night and a guy's night so i mean i've never really done that it's always been like mixed you know all the couples all hang out together so i get the feeling that they're very like gender essentialist yeah. in their relationships so maybe they just need to kind of like reframe the way they think about partnerships but uh op is, is not nice the one to do that yeah and it is nice sometimes to have a girls only evening yeah where you know i sometimes go and do karaoke with my friends uh, when you know the world's not full of death and disease <laughs> um and my husband doesn't really enjoy doing things like karaoke. He likes watching karaoke, but he doesn't really like participating mm -hmm. in it. So we kind of take that as our girls' time. and We all go do karaoke and have some shots and it's nice and whatever. Um, but we don't have like a designated, this is girls only. <laughs> or this is guy time and we're all going to watch football and drink beer. Um, yeah, same. So yeah, it's 
it's a pretty old-fashioned kind of way of thinking about your friendship group. Yeah. Which, like, if, if you're you closer it. to the, you know, it just happens to be, that's fine. But, you know, maybe reframe how you think of things, especially if your kids are getting older. Maybe, you know, you can, like, my parents would, they just bring all the kids and the older kids would watch the younger kids and they would all be, like, in the same place at the same time playing cards or whatever. Yeah. And it wouldn't be that big of a deal. So it's not really going to be an issue for much longer once they get to, like, you know... Six or seven, they can watch themselves. Just hire a babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Well... That whole thing was a clusterfuck of just... <laughs> yeah. I, okay. So relationships are shitty this week, I guess. That's going to live in my head rent-free for weeks. Thank you for that. Let's see. I don't have anything dead donkey. So <laughs> just all, all hits today. I mean, I had a nap, so it's <laughs> on me if I'm grouchy. But All right. Here's another relationship advice one. OP is 23. Her female friend is 23. And their her male friend is also 23. They're all 23. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I said that a lot. Glad, glad we cleared that up in the slowest <laughs> way possible. My friend who is in a mutual relation... No. Oh my god, I have forgotten how to read. All right. <laughs> my friend who is in a relationship is asking me not to date a mutual friend because she has a crush on him too. Oh, the age-old dibs question. Please don't. Well, and it's she's in a relationship with someone else, so she just wants this guy on hold. What? what? Okay. I'll, I'll skip the TLDR until the end. Yeah. So I've been friends with Lena for about two and a half years. We live together with her boyfriend, Mike. She's known our friend Jeff for a little bit longer through her boyfriend, who she's been with for over four years. I've known Jeff as an acquaintance for almost four years, but it wasn't until the last few months we've become better friends. Recently, it came out that Jeff has a bit of a crush on me, and I really enjoy him as a person. I hadn't really looked at him that way until recently, but the more I've thought about it, the more sense it makes for me to consider him more than a friend. We have a date on Sunday that he asked me on. A few weeks ago, Lena indulged to me that she had always felt extremely comfortable and safe with Jeff, and she just loves being around him. The other night, Jeff came over and everyone was drinking. Lena and I both had way too much to drink, and I mentioned I was developing a crush on Jeff to Lena and Mike. Lena expressed that she wanted to make out with him to both myself and her boyfriend. What? Her boyfriend was extremely uncomfortable about the whole thing, and I was sloshed. So once I sobered up, I realized how odd it all was. Lena also asked Jeff explicitly, unknown to me, if he liked me, and he said he did. Yes, Cora. <laughs> then he asked me out for Sunday the next day. When I mentioned that Jeff and I had a date, all Lena said was, hmm, and that was it. This is unusual, since she typically makes it her business to be extremely encouraging of any love life endeavors I may have, and in fact has pressured me about my relationships in the past, such as pushing me to get with mutual friends, playing middleman, etc. She then disclosed to me that she is concerned about it all because she has had a crush on Jeff and is worried if I get with him it will mess up everyone's dynamic. She has asked me not to go on the date and to stay friends with Jeff because of her feelings and because we are friends. She and Mike will be moving across the country at the beginning of May. I'm not sure what to do here. What? I really like Jeff and I want to see where things go, but I am also concerned because I know Lena has a bad habit of running passive interference with people socially when she doesn't want something to happen. She undermines people when she knows she doesn't get her way. We were already a bit distant in our friendship because of some other problems, but I'm wondering if it's better to just wait until Lena moves. Are you even friends I with know. Her? She sounds awful. Yeah. 
Yeah, and also the boyfriend. So in the comments, she clarifies the boyfriend wasn't drinking during this, so he was fully sober hearing oh her, boy- her his girlfriend talk about how she wanted to make out with some other guy. Wow, that relationship's not gonna not go. Oh for no, long. they're gonna move across the country, and then like I give it two months. Yeah, what what weird like social dynamic? I don't, I don't even know how to express this. Like that's just a really bizarre way of thinking about all of your relationships. This is my boyfriend, but he's expendable. And if I get rid of him, I want that one. So no one's allowed to look at him or I'm going to fuck your life up. Yeah, it reminds me of my college roommate who very much wanted to cultivate her social circle so that it would be like friends. Oh, God. Uh, Not explicitly, but just like that kind of dynamic. She was like, it's me and my best friend and my best friend's sister. And then we all have our husbands and we're all friends together. And it's a sitcom. And so, you know, that didn't really work out well when I, I was living with them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, she she had this like extreme control freak attitude of like, I have to make sure that this plays out the exact way I want it to. It is very controlling. Like that whole mindset of this is what I want. And if it doesn't go down the way that I want it, despite the fact that I have other things in motion, then everything's going to go tits up. Yeah, and uh, here's another wrench. He proposed, uh, uh, Mike proposed to her and she turned him down. Oh, he's a placeholder, for sure. OP says uh, that, however, it was also super lazy. So she had had a conversation with Mike about how she wanted the proposal to go. She wanted him to talk to her mom beforehand to make it a family affair, tradition, etc. And she told him a lot of different ways that would be super meaningful to her. And she explicitly asked him not to do it on a holiday. Well, he picked Christmas morning. She woke up. He stuck a $25 ring from an antique shop that was exactly the style she told him she didn't like when they went ring shopping onto her puppy's collar and sent him into the room. Then he walked in and stared at her to pick the puppy up. She did found the ring and they just looked at each other and he sat on the bed and was like, he sat on the bed and she was like, what's this? And he blurted out, will you marry me? It was, according to her account, extremely awkward and in direct contrast to everything they discussed. He also did not talk to her mom as requested. Okay, well, he's also an Yeah, idiot. this is just... They're both idiots together. <laughs> yeah, now that actually I read that, that's exactly like... My roommate, because her boyfriend, now husband, was an idiot. And also just with her because she was a mommy girlfriend and would, like, do his laundry and shit. Oh, yeah. I was really fortunate that my husband listened to what I wanted. (laughs) No, you're not fortunate. That should be standard. (laughs) Yeah. He's very good at listening and he um, remembers almost everything you say to him. (laughs) Unless it's, like, where he leaves stuff. Yeah. Same. Um, But, you know, important things you remember um, and I was like, please don't ask me when I'm eating. I don't, I, no, don't, don't you be putting no rings in oh, desserts God. or whatever. Yeah. I'm not into that. Don't ask me in a crowded place. I do not want that under pressure. And do not ask me on Valentine's Day, Christmas Day, my birthday, our anniversary. That's just very Or in lazy. public. Yeah, I was like, if you propose to me at Disneyland, I'm going to slap your face. <laughs> do not want that. Jeez. Um, and he did none of those things, which was great. <laughs> um, so yeah, like... You want a partner who's going to listen to you, but also, what the fuck? What is wrong with this girl? Um, Yeah, I would just go on the date. I wouldn't even give a shit. I'd be like, you're you're moving and you have a boyfriend. This has nothing to do with you. Yeah, it's, she just needs to get rid of, you can wait if you don't want to deal with that shit. Like, you don't want to deal with that drama, then just wait. I feel like if she waits, the friend is going to paint it as you went behind my back. 
Well, at that point, if they're moving away, you could just block her. <laughs> like, if um, you're still living together, you know, that might be... Or are they living together? Yeah, yeah they're living together, so... Oh. That would be the thing. So, Because she can make it real yeah. shitty, you know. And if it's just at the beginning of May... I think I'd also just tell Jeff everything. Yes. Like, when you say, hey, I would love to go on this date with you, and I, you know, I'm really into that, but... Can we just wait a month? Because Lena's being an absolute bell end about this, and I just don't want to even deal with it. This is what she's been saying and doing, and it's just really weird. Can we rain check until May? Mm-hmm. And if he's really into you, he'll be like, yeah, sure, yeah. don't worry about it. And it seems like they've been friends for a while, so... Yeah, it's not going to ruin the friendship, because it's not like he's asked you out and you've turned him down because you're like, oh, weird. Like, this is kind of a good way to still get to know each other and be good friends still before, you know, you take things further. But it's just a very odd situation. Yeah, I... uh, It sucks. Like, grown-ass adult... I mean, 23 is not that grown-ass adult, but, like, at this point in your life, you shouldn't be like this. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I If I were OP, I would wait six weeks. Maybe you can, like, hang out independently or whatever you don't have to tell lena where you've been or t- you don't have to tell yeah, a, whatever absolutely not a goddamn business yeah. and you can just like hang out and then when she moves out you're good because i wouldn't want to deal with that shit i would just be like no. you know what it's six weeks it's really not that long in the grand scheme of things maybe we could do you know coffee before then or something like lighter yeah it doesn't have to be like flashy days yeah or, like, dinner dates. Just go out for coffee. Have lunch together. Just the two of you. You don't have to call it a date. Just say, oh, well, he was free and we both really were, wanted to have, you know, this particular food. So we just went and it was nice. Oh, there you go. Like, it doesn't have to be a big cloak and dagger. We went out for this huge lobster dinner and now nobody can know. Yeah. It sounds like, and this is kind of similar to my other roommate situation, it sounds like she has been friends with Lena for so long. Oh, it says two and a half years. Not that long. But I guess like... So she's actually known Jeff for longer than she's known Lena. Um, She says that Lena has known Four Jeff years, longer through her boyfriend. So Mike and Jeff were friends. And then it, they kind of came like a four-person friend group. Okay. But yeah, like it sounds like she's just maybe amped up the insanity for over time and now she's real crazy and just needs to like cut her off but she didn't really it sounds like op didn't really realize how toxic lena was until like this thing is making it boil over the only thing i'd be concerned about is that if you say no to this date now lena might take this as her chance to implode her relationship which it seems like she wants to get out of anyway and then jump on Jeff. Yeah, which is why I would tell Jeff, and then we'll be fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. Jeff's a lucky man. <laughs> Sounds like a cool guy. Sounds like a guy <laughs> who would have equal parts in house, house and child care. <laughs> Sounds like a good husband. Lena sounds like she belongs with OP from the last story. Yeah, in the in the ladies who lunch yes. group. Oh man, she could implode th- that group. That would be hilarious. Oh man, that would be great. <laughs> well, yeah, people are getting stir crazy. It sounds like. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm ready to leave my house. Not ready to go to school tomorrow, but I'm ready to leave my house. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I went through the eight stages of depression or, or eight stages of grief when I found out that we were going back because it's a commute and all that stuff. But you know, it's gotta get back to normal, I guess. Sometime. Guess what I did? Did you get your hair cut? No, 
I went to Target and touched all the clothes. Congratulations. Thank you. It was lovely. I bought a Starbucks. I walked around Target. I touched everything. That's awesome. It was great. I am fully vaccinated, by the way. I'm not just being spiteful. (laughs) I have a haircut scheduled for Saturday. I have just got the number of a new hairdresser, so I'm going to text her tomorrow and be like, please... Just shave it off. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna like I'm getting to the point where I I always have this false hope where I'm like maybe I'll have mermaid hair where you have hair that's the length where oh, it, hell yeah, do it. it covers your boobs, <laughs> but it always stops growing before it gets there. So I'm gonna try for a few more months to grow it out, and then when that doesn't happen, I'm gonna shave it all off. I was trying to get mine to eight inches so I could donate it, but I don't even know if I can get that because I'm so dumb. Well, mine is uh. <laughs> Is, Yours is purple and bleached purple. and shit. Like they don't take, they only take virgin hair for for wigs and things. Well, they're in luck because I've never dyed my hair. So yeah, I mean, at least I, I'm at the point where it looks good on Zoom. <laughs> at the very least, I'm gonna get it neatened up, and then yeah. if I can grow the extra couple of inches and I don't hate it too much, then I will donate it after that. But. I miss my short hair so much. I've actually been staring at your profile picture for a year now, and I, I'm, like, internalizing that hairstyle, and I kind of want it. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the good shit. But I've had I've had it on, like, the it's short in the back and long on top, which is the popular style right now. But also, I played a video game with a character with that hairstyle, and now I'm like, okay, well, I want oh, it. Oh, yeah. But I'm probably going to wait until after summer, because... During summer, you want to make sure you can still put your hair in a ponytail. During summer, you want to have no hat. <laughs> well, if I shave, like, I, I need it off of my neck, which yeah. that hairstyle is, but I also just want to be able to, like, put it up. Yeah, the only thing with having your hair as short as, as I used to have it is you can't do anything else with it. That's it. Yeah. It looks like that all the time. <laughs> which is, is um, convenient. It's convenient when you want to just wake up and go to work without doing anything to your hair. It's less convenient when you want to get married. <laughs> and I think my next, I might do the, like, peach like soft orange that I've been oh hell yeah seeing but we'll see I have to I have to get that one professionally done because my hair or my like skin is orange and so I don't want to just be <laughs> orange very uh Jersey yeah, Shore I am uh going quite drastically gray now so so now you can dye it whatever color you want without bleaching it first I'm still holding out for a rogue stripe yes um, well, you could always like bleach it and then dye it gray <laughs> if you're dead I set mean, on it i'm kind of still hoping it's gonna happen by itself i either want a rogue stripe or i just want to go full storm and then that's it yes yeah you're you you would very much pull off the storm haircut it is uh more white than gray you know how some people's gray hair looks like gray gray mine's like invisible against the sink oh, like it's white. white yeah that's how my mom's hair is too so probably mine as well Thanks granny on my dad's side well you can just not dye it whatever color you want it's true i could go lavender then yeah i could finally have that ashy color that i wanted for so long gray is in uh in vogue so you could do the the gray i think chrissy teigen just did the gray look so it's very popular Hmm. (laughs) i only know about chrissy teigen because of another podcast i listen to who loves her well my subreddit shout out for today is are humans being bros oh that's good subreddit now I want you to go to the top of all time. <laughs> and so, as you might, it's it's videos of people being cool, being cool people. The very top one is the Illinois governor signs law capping insulin, co- insulin costs at $100 a month because diabetes doesn't discriminate. The second one down is uh, someone trying to sell their car, pretending it was sold already, 
and then giving it away for free, which is like a long story, but essentially she just wanted to make sure the person who got the car would actually need it. So she gave it to them for free. Mm -hmm. Good. I want you to click on the one, one shell of a nice guy. Oh, yes, dude. What a run. That was a proper sprint. Yeah, it's this guy at a like very rural uh, stop, like four-way stop. And he gets out of his car. He leaves the door open. He sprints across the intersection, which is like a big rural intersection, if y'all know. It's huge. And picks up the tortoise, runs all the way back and puts the tortoise in his car. Because <laughs> the tortoise is in the middle of the intersection. Now I want you to click on the link that's the top comment underneath that. And, and make sure you do have the sound on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> can you describe the video for the people <laughs> it's like a woman and she's holding the toys up and she's like yeah tell saving is a hobby um make sure if you save a toys you find a nice place to put it and then the, she like pans to a pond and just chucks the toys it's a tortoise she throws a tortoise into a pond she throws a tortoise into the pond it's not a turtle it's a tortoise they're different guys one has flippers the other has feet <laughs> and the ones with the feet they can't swim my dude this is i found this two weeks ago and i have saved it <laughs> it's been living rent free in my head for two weeks <laughs> so i can show this to you and we will post <sighs> it on twitter and i will it is do it this time very good <laughs> Oh my god. And the slap noise that the tortoise it's makes like, while hitting the water. Spadoosh. Oh my god. I can't. <laughs> Poor fucking tortoise. Like, it's very sad, but also very funny. Uh, Tell saving is a hobby. <laughs> we're going to have a link to donate to the World Wildlife Foundation in the comments. <laughs> But we should make a t-shirt that says tail saving is a hobby and like send all the proceeds to like marine wildlife research or whatever. Oh my god, yes. Fucking hell. Oh goodness. Well, uh, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> uh. You can find me on Twitter at esme underscore c underscore nose as in knows lots of things. Or you can find us on Facebook uh, the letter r slash 30u serious podcast. How about you, Morgan? You can find me at morgan underscore slay where you can tell me <laughs> why I'm wrong about crating. It's one of those things I have a very visceral reaction for, and I have done some research, but if you have a very specific, you know, piece of research that definitely refutes everything I said, sure, tell it to me. I won't agree with you, but you can tell it to me. <laughs> uh, you can email us your favorite um, turtle soup recipes. Are <laughs> the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com, or you can tweet those at us at are the letter you the word serious pod. Sploosh. Uh... <laughs> Tell your friends about our lovely podcast where we talk about horrible things. I mean, this one wasn't... <laughs> we had a couple laughs. That We've laughed today. We just Stop laughed at the death of a tortoise. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to have so many trigger warnings for this episode. I apologize. Oh, God. Animal cruelty. <laughs> but the God. rest of that subreddit really uplifting and shit people uh i saw one this morning where this guy like lifted a deer out of a trench by its antlers and saved it and watched it run away so Damn. like a lot of that uh people saving animals good things one of the top is maybe it was one i saw today but yeah it scroll through that top one if you need to restore your faith in humanity because that's essentially what it's for yeah i'm gonna need that this week <sighs> and then you could head on over to animals being jerks <laughs> or animals being bros is another yeah. one there's like the whole sidebar is like cats being cats 
Conan being awesome? Conan O'Brien? Sure. Oh, I thought you meant Conan the Barbarian. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, he's pretty awesome in yeah, that Conan he's all inducing. Very good guy. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to go make pizza. Oh, man. Can you send me some? Yes. The same thing we do every day. How much does delivery cost? <laughs> it's probably illegal for some reason. <laughs> it's illegal. You wouldn't download a pizza. <laughs> yes, I would. Every day. Every day. I fucking would all the time. 